What's going on, Misfits? It's summertime and the living is definitely not easy if you are paying attention to what the hell is going on in this country, which is why last night me and my friends did this thing I'm calling Come Yell at the Scream. We got really, really high and we went to see Superfly. Yes, there's a movie out right now called Superfly, which is a remake of the black exploitation classic film Superfly, which is about a pimp with long, luxurious hair. So if you see a poster of a young dude with a conquer dude swoop back uh, waiting to exhale top bun that Mary J. Blige had and I was your lover and your secretary, that will be the flyer for Superfly, which is set in modern day times in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's about a sweet talking slim fitted jean process hair wearing trench coat in the summertime dude who's trying to get out of the cocaine business and let me tell you something there's nothing I could say that could spoil the movie because it's so ridiculously corny and cheesy there's no plot now me and my friends had such a good time that I encourage you and your friends to do the same if you don't even know about the movie go find it go get wasted sneak you in some alcohol and a flask you know that you can now buy um, alcohol containers that are actually lotion like if you go on Amazon you can google it like empty lotion or toiletry container and you can put your alcohol in that and then they won't test it or they'll just think that it's like baby oil or lotion I'm helping you guys out we we got to cope as best as we possibly can. And if you haven't figured out that I'm probably still a little high from last night, then ding, 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 you're a genius. Anyway, the show was so fun. Like we just yelled at the screen. It was everything I needed. It was a release. And I thoroughly encourage you all to do the same because shit is crazy. I mean, if I have to look at another tweet, another news article about what's going on in our borders with these, you know, administration ripping families apart i may explode and it ties into today's episode or this week's episode we are joined by comedian actress writer amina amani who is also a mother of an amazing little boy and she talks with such love and humor about what it is to be a mom with a smart ass kid and I mean not smart ass bad but like just a really smart kid that makes you be like damn am I smart enough to raise this child so Amina tells us all about her foils with parenthood we also talk about I can't remember but it's a really great episode check it out and I'm in rare form right now but shit you know it's crazy these days. Um, also, join my mailing list. Go to ChloeHillier.com and join the mailing list and let, let you know when the next Come Yell at the Screen event is going to be in New York City. Or if you live somewhere else, start your own. Make sure you tag me in it. Just call it Come Yell at the Screen. Encourage your friends to go to the movies. Enjoy an hour and a half or two, three of just fuckery and imagination to let your brain reset um and find the happier things in life you're listening to social misfit ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of social misfit with me your host chloe hilliard coming to you live from harlem i'm on a couch the couch of comedian writer actress wonder woman mother 
Amina Amani. Hey y'all, what's going on? Okay, thank you, girl. Wonder Woman, please. Yes. I love when I was describing you. Amina was like, what else you about to say? I know, I was excited. I was like, oh, this is getting good. Okay. So Amina Amani is an amazing comedian, uh, super high energy. Thank in, you, Coco. In, in I real try. life. I in try. Life. I know. <laughs> Turn up queen. One year I had a I used to have a, a water gun fight in the summertime. Oh my God. And remember Amina that? came and she was tumbling doing backflip you would have thought she was angelina jolie i just don't understand why i work so hard it's like is somebody paying you for this energy so so much energy i don't know how you have it from the day one that i first met so backstory amina and i met when i first started doing comedy i know you have you were like three two three years in when i first met you and i was um doing reckless wednesday this little show at this three dollar tavern yeah where you can get three dollar cheap rail drinks and leave like and it was always packed out, and you know me being me being the the business woman. Was like, <laughs> close, like let me help you out. <laughs> let me help you out. I can build a Tumblr page. Right. I can do your social media. I can take no, photos. but that's why I feel like that's why I've always respect you. I feel like you've <laughs> always been about your business. You definitely work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows in your work ethic and like Thank your you. your resume. So. Yeah. That's that. I still have. I have a shit ton of photos from that time. Oh wow! I'm gonna take them up. I'm gonna look them up and I'm gonna send them. Then to we you. started our own show. Yeah, we did our own and then show. That crumbled. That crumbled. But <laughs> let me tell you something. Every show that has ever happened at that place has crumbled. It's <laughs> never lasted. That everybody as a rite of passage. I know people like watch crashing on HBO and they yeah. may watch like I'm dying up here. The rite of passage in New York City is to have a shitty show yeah. at the Village Lantern <laughs> in the basement, and that shit will last maybe two weeks to two years, and that's it. And then it's done. And then that's it. And, and then you'll never done. go. And everybody that and everybody that get every new comic that gets a show, they think, yo, this show about the right. Be it's gonna be it. This gonna be the new seller, nah, know. nigga. This ah! ain't gonna be the new seller. It's in the seller, but it ain't gonna be the seller. I don't even think they can have shows in the basement no more. I think no. they had fire. So it. apparently, like it was like some little drama where people was hating on them getting a crowd, and so like the fire department was called on them. So now they just do shows upstairs in the back. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen like some really really great shows, and I've yeah. seen some shows that need help. And I even was trying to run one last year. Yeah, but now I moved here. I'm in Harlem now, so yeah. Yeah, and Amina hosted a great show at the Mist yes. on One Sixteenth Street every Thursday. Every Thursday, and she has PM, and she has great headliners. They have good food and drinks. So yeah, so check that out. I'll put that in the description. Yeah, it's a good time. And I think I, it's crazy because when we stopped doing black light comedy, mm-hmm. I started doing up yeah. and then that show stopped, mm-hmm. and then now I'm back there. Yeah. So it's that's just, all it is. You just get on stage and everybody asks me like, well, what, should I start a show? And I will always tell everybody to start a show. If you can just start a show, starting a show as a comic is the same thing as like being an artist and like putting your art right. like, you know, for sale or going out and like selling your T-shirts at a festival. Like that's just a part of what it is to get like your reps. Yeah, up. And I feel like now I realize how important it is for people to see you working and see you doing stuff, whether it be your fans or yeah. even like other people, because that's they'll, they'll make them be more Mm -hmm. you know encouraged to like support you and even book you yeah um and see you out and stuff like that so the the analogy is they say um you're more likely to help somebody who's already changing their tire than Mm -hmm. someone who's just sitting there waiting for help exactly because you're like okay well you already started so let me just jump on in here but i ain't gonna i ain't gonna get you out your car and get the jack up and get the tire i ain't doing all that exactly yep yeah so amina amani please read us your social media posts Okay, so this is a Facebook post. Um, Wow. Who knew just one nap around your toddler could change your life? 
I wake up and realize that Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook was deleted. And so I asked my son, did you touch my phone? He says, yes. I say, what's the number one rule in this house? He says, don't touch mommy's stuff as he holds his head down in fear. I didn't trip too much because I couldn't, I shouldn't be sleep around him. But now as the day has passed, I realized that this kid was playing an imaginary game called press the X that's shaking on mommy's screen. Cause the calculator is gone. Google Maps is gone. Triposo is gone. Uber is gone. Hinge is gone. The league is gone. Soul Swipe is gone. Sugar Daddy is gone. Tinder is gone. Don't judge me. Y'all don't judge me. And then the worst of the worst is gone. My voice memos. Y'all, not the voice memos. All my precious shows. Bombs and not bombs gone. Y'all pray for me. Tragic. How did you how did you handle like did you count to ten? I'm still recovering because this is fresh. This is fresh. Um well what happened was I turned up it was Memorial Day weekend <laughs> and I I you you like sometimes I just go out and I I know somebody gotta be looking at me like, oh, she never been nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like cause yeah. that was the shout energy. Out, shout out to Alzo Slade, Grits and Biscuits. Grits and biscuits. So that's the energy I was coming with. But that's it, but you got the energy of I'm a mama and this is my when, one chance. When I'm out, I'm out. Yeah. But then I come home and it's like you still gotta be a mom. And so how old is your son? My son is three. Okay. Yes. And 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 he's very inquisitive. He's very ugh, just He's your child. Yeah, he is my child. But he also is like curious too. Like yeah. he asks, like it's not when I go get him and we're in it's twenty questions, no less, right? Yeah. So um so I think the rule of him not touching my stuff makes him even more curious or whatever. So he caught me slipping, y'all. I'm asleep because Monday came and I'm like crashing. I'm tired now because mm-hmm. like and he's the, home from school. Yeah, no school, right? So I lay down just to like rest, but it turned into like a little hour long nap. I got my phone in my hand, not locked. I wake up and when I see the app's gone, I'm like, I already knew he did it, so yeah. it wasn't like I, I don't. He makes a lot of offenses throughout the day, so I don't get frustrated as easily anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like now I have like way more patience when it comes to him. So my immediate response was go to timeout because you know that was strike one. Yeah. But then also I had to go. Like I woke up from a nap, but I was supposed to be somewhere at the time I woke up from the nap. So mm-hmm. I couldn't process too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I got up and then I'm like, oh, let me get an Uber. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay. So Uber gone, whatever. So then I get in the Uber and then I go out to dinner with my friends because they were in town from LA. And then I'm like trying to calculate how much to tip. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> So then that's when I'm like, all right, bro went ham. Like, he just delete my social. He was deleting everything, right? And so then I said, fast forward, I'm like trying to check the weather, okay? So as time is going by, this is how I'm realizing. And I legit had a show the next day. And that's when I realized, because I like to like, sometimes yeah. if I'm rusty, if I ain't had shows in a few days, mm-hmm. I like to just listen back on other shows yeah. just to see like what really were, what kind of energy I had, whatever, whatever. I go to get my voice memos, y'all. So, and then I don't know, but I have a number one rule where kids are supposed to be supervised. Like, that's just my mommy yeah. rule. So, when I'm not supervising him and he does things like write on the wall or throw things on the floor, like, I don't, 
I don't give him a harsh punishment because I feel like I have to be accountable. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But like, if he's around, like my babysitter one time, he came, I came home and like he had Picasso on. She, she had to scrub that off the wall, sis, because this is your fault. (laughs) You penalized the babysitter? I did. So what, so what did she say? Oh, she didn't realize that he wrote on the wall? Well, supposedly she was sitting on the couch, like his bed is behind the couch. He Mm -hmm. he was supposed to be asleep, but he took a red crayon to bed, right? So this is, this is how kids get down, right? So he got a red crayon while he sleep. She on the couch listening to music. Oh, no. So that's already a wrong. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the wall, it was the, like, he's about three feet. It was three feet of artwork on that damn <laughs> wall. And so, yes, I told her, I said, you have to come over here and clean it. And, then and she I was, just scrubbed it off? She had to scrub it all it off. It came off? It came, it took a minute. It took her like an hour and a half, no lie. An hour and a half she sat there. Which wall is it? It looked clean. It was it? over there, yeah, in the basement. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's clean, yeah. But that's my rule, though. Like, I feel like the adult had, because they're kids. Yeah. So, I'm not, my son is not going to be like, mommy said, don't do this, don't do this. So, I mean, everybody else is suggesting that he does get a butt whooping or whatever. But Oh, yeah, we we got to go into that. Do, what do you believe? Do you, I don't believe in hitting kids. I don't believe it either. I don't. I did a little, in, I did a very informal scientific poll on my Instagram stories. Yeah. And it was my grandmother's super religious. And every time I go over and visit her, she lives with my parents. She's always watching one of those Christian shows, channels, TBN, Day, Daystar, whatever they yeah. are, all of them. He's coming again. I don't know. All of these things. And she watches it from sunup to sunup. That's my grandmother And too. so I was sitting there and every once in a while I'll catch what they're talking about in the preacher was talking about you know spare the rod spoil the child and he had a rod up there and he was like you're not gonna kill him you just gonna get him shut him straight and all of this stuff about like how you know people are fucked up because they don't beat their kids and i'm like and the people is applauded and everything and i'm sitting there my grandmother's like mm-hmm, that's right and she was a fierce disciplinarian like like borderline abuse but that was just the generation and see, and that's what i think i think that um I understand like discipline, mm-hmm. consequence, but I feel like when you um whip a child, you're 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 hurting them in a sense to where like even when they grow up as adults, they can't be emotionally mature. Yeah. Like that's an issue because you're telling them not to cry, you're mm-hmm. telling them not to do this, you're telling like that's suppressing you stifle a them. lot of the yeah. things that they need to actually work out, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I talk to my son, like, oh, okay, were you like were you curious? But like and I talk to him like, do you know you're not supposed to do this? So why do you want to do this? And then I explain to him why certain things he's not supposed to do and you know because this i told him i was like i talked to him this morning about it. i was like that hurt mm-hmm. that hurt me yeah that you went through my phone i know you didn't do it intentionally but you have to understand that this is why i tell you don't do certain things mm-hmm. because this could be the effect yeah. of it but i feel like he would he'll be able to process that more mm-hmm. than me just smacking him on the head and then he doing another offense and i'm smacking him on the head and we never get to yeah. a resolution or something constructive so. i think i think kids can understand disappointment more than they can understand anger like if he knows that you're upset he will feel he'll he'll grieve that right versus like oh she's mad at me and she's i don't know they don't really understand why you're so mad but then how are they gonna articulate which is which when they're getting hit all the time i know and i I feel like that that also fosters into low Mm self-esteem so i i don't know i was i was whooped a lot i was bad though so i don't you know like (laughs) i i can't fault my mother because it was two of us i'm a twin well, what, and y'all, we was okay, double so trouble. Y'all both were bad. We both like well, y'all we were, in cahoots. Like y'all like, oh, yo, we you were in cahoots. Did you have your own language? Oh, we had we did pig Latin. How you know? 
Well, they say most twins have their own language. Oh, it wasn't like a language that we, it was pig Latin. Everybody speak like, you know, yeah. ooh, yay, mm-hmm. SJ, that kind I of shit. I never so figured out. I never figured out. We were taught that it from my mom, and my mother would be hot because <laughs> she knew we were talking about her and we was flying. But we did stuff like we tied sheets, jumped out the house, ran out. Yeah, we would sneak out, stay over places. We we took my mom, one time my sister woke me up with my mother de- debit card. And she was like, let's go shopping. And I was like, let's go. We went and got our nails and toes done. It was terrible. We were bad. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> but my mother kept us busy. So I feel like eventually the busier we got, the less were trouble. Were you guys we, the youngest of all the yeah, kids? Yeah, we were. Oh, okay. And I feel like by the time she got at us, real truth, she was kind of tired. So you're the youngest of six? It's seven of us. Okay. Yeah. So by the time she got us, it was just, I don't maybe all that talking and patience that's required <laughs> with the first child. By the time you get the last one, it's just like, I'm, I'm hitting heads and asking questions later. But it's, I, I, I'm not like a perfect parent, but, and sometimes I do like pop them mm-hmm. or like I'll pinch them. Um, but I don't do it like instinct. Like my first instinct was to put him in timeout because I feel like he, he knows how to register. Like, okay, you're in trouble. You can't yeah. do anything right now. Um, and then from there, we'll try to do other stuff. But I don't want my first instinct to him because I also feel like that's why people hitting other people. Oh, of course. Everybody and, gets listen. smacked up, trampled, kicked down the steps, and everybody listen. like, oh, no, why? And it's like, well, that's what was done to them when, yeah. they, when yep. somebody got upset. You're absolutely right. My mom, whenever I got in trouble, my mom, she would chill out. Like if I did something at school or I did something, she wouldn't hit me if she wouldn't. My mother really... She, I got spankings. I and I say spankings because she, it was a limit. It would be like four, five licks, and then that's it. It wasn't no wailing. It wasn't no conversation no. in between each hit. Right. It was like this is your punishment. But she would wait. She would cool down. She would think about it. She would fake me out too. We would come home. She would make dinner. Ah, <laughs> okay, now go ones. go to bed. Get ready for bed. And I'll be getting the covers like, oh snap, I ain't getting a bed. <laughs> and she coming there, click that light on, like, like, now oh, you yeah, know what I'm you so did God. today. Time to get these hits yeah. and go to bed. And that was her way of managing the process because when she was a kid, there was no cool off period. No, you got your ass. And what beat. happens is what I had to realize too is. I'll take my day out on my son if mm-hmm. I hit him like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, come on. You ain't even, like, his offense didn't really match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's, I don't, I, I always try to be emotionally aware. Like, okay, Amina, you know you're dealing with some other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he frustrating you. Yeah, you losing patience. But he's a kid. It's a fraction of the crime. Don't go ham. You can't take off your 30, 30 years of daddy issues out on your three-year-old. Yeah, like, yeah. so, but some people don't realize that they're they not don't. aware. And next thing no. you know, that kid is getting all they problems, all they strife. The food stamp lady didn't give them the card <laughs> and the the credit debit card ain't go through and they got yeah. 20 cents in their account. And so I try to really make sure I don't do that. I was, um, I was walking to the train and for some reason I I do drive, but when I have to take the train, I experience the craziest of things. Last night I had to take the train and I'm sitting there minding my business and this white man gets on the train with a huge ass pit bull. You ever see like the dog? You know the no. dog like from Sandlot? You remember Sandlot? Uh-huh. It was like that big old dog. They just, oh. It was like huge. They well, I see pit bulls all the time. So This one is huge. The huge head human size head like Andre the Giant size head cute but huge yeah. massive in a cut out Ikea bag with the four legs no. because you know in New yeah. York City uh, right. the law says you gotta have <laughs> yeah, your dog the game. 
you gotta have your dog in the bag so he just walked the dog on the train holding the bag up and the dog is on the train with the ikea bag this is stuff i but see when i come on just train. get attacked on the train yes recently by a pit bull mm-hmm. right okay so that so that was that's a funny crazy story but a negative crazy story i walk to the train and i see this like coupled well so it was like three girls and they're all everybody's four it's three girls and a guy and a baby and they all probably like anywhere like 1922 yeah and this is right as i'm walking into the train station so they're right in front of me by the steps and they arguing and it's for i'm thinking okay they just one guy and a, one guy and a girl are arguing okay fine and the next thing you know she like has like a stick and she's like you you play this or whatever whatever argument and she starts hitting him so when she starts hitting him i like grab her up but she had a book bag on this oh, shows you how nice young you. i grab up like yo sis don't hit him she said, oh man i miss you gotta let me go you gotta let me go and so the another girl was holding a baby right and if she says why y'all fighting in front of your baby so i was like okay this is a baby mama baby daddy situation okay then the third girl is holding the phone i was like videotaping and i was like why are you videotaping they shouldn't be fighting she goes oh no that's my brother they do this all the time he ain't gonna really hit her and I said, you know what, well, y'all go be where y'all going to be because, and it made me think, and I, then I got on the train and I sat with it and I wrote a little something about it. It was like on my IG story. Y'all should go to my IG stories um, and watch the shit before it gets you deleted. It no, oh. it's a couple. I think I saved it though. I oh, saved okay. it. So I may be posted on my main timeline, but I wrote about it because I, be, I believe in the black community, our love language it's physicality exactly and i see so many times so many young girls hitting the boy thinking they flirting or you know being cute this or is pushing my life. and then the I boy realized yeah. that this was this was embedded in me yeah because you think it's a it's like oh that's how we show our love mm -mm. like he don't if he not arguing and yelling at me he don't love me that's passion no no but it's it's taught yeah it is taught it is taught and it's taught and it's not broken. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Nobody breaks that cycle unless you grow out of it, unless you put yourself in such different circumstances. So, like, I've seen instances where a girl is, like, hugging up on a boy and, you know, like, trying to be all affectionate, and he's, like, pushing her away, and she thinks it's cute, so she push him, and then it escalates. And I want to be like, yo, sis, he really don't like you. Mm -hmm. He don't like you. He may like the things that you do or things that you, like, physically do. Like, he may like fucking you. Yeah. He may like, you know, you shower him with affection, but he don't like like you as a woman as mm -hmm. a person that's why he can push you and mush you and call you a bitch and right. you laugh and so i'm not saying that it's all one-sided i know that girls definitely do hit guys in the case of that young woman that i had pulled off of her baby daddy but both ends it's like and I, I feel like it may apply in other communities but i can only speak for the one that i see right and when i'm on a train especially when it was like after school time right them kids be straight knucking and bucking and thinking they dating and it's like no wow see i'm fortunate to miss that scene i the times that i pick my son up and drop him off i rarely see oh even even when kids, i but even if it's once a month i'm still like i i i can't be up i can't be on the train i would rather be in my car stuck in traffic but i, I do recognize that. some things that i feel like i have to unlearn mm -hmm. as a mom and yeah. things that i've seen like with my parents moving forward so but a lot of people don't think constructively like that I feel like it's yeah. just, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse and it's passed down. But see, I don't even yell. Mm. Like, but see, I'm very fortunate in the sense that my parents both came from like hard working class 
not even the most educated parents, you know, yeah. like like factory workers. And right, like, right, 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 you know, right. My, my grandmother so was a lunch lady. So your parents didn't yell at you? Well, my parents, when they got together, they came from a yell. They came from yelling families. Oh, so the two of them decided, decided that we're not going to have. That's not. Well, that's not our house. Our house is that. And my dad doesn't even like hitting my dad. I can count maybe two times that my dad hit me. And it was really because I like really did some shit. Like I broke a TV or like, I, you know, and it wasn't even like it was like a hit. It wasn't a spanking. You know, it was like a reactionary. Like, what the fuck did you just do? My mother would be the one that would like be surprised that some people be like, that's what they need. I don't, I don't, I have, mm -mm, it's a uh -uh. lot of people that I like, even, even my cousins, like I have cousins and family members who are like, girl, like you better. Okay. Watch and see what's going to happen. And you not popping him and you not, that's like the, that's a common idea of like, that's what's supposed to happen. And that's what's necessary. And that's all, that's all what's happening in my family yelling. No, we don't. I don't. My, I was on the phone. I was in high school one time. I was on the phone with a friend. And she was like, who's in the house? I said, Every, my mother's right here. My dad's. Right. She was like, why is your house so quiet? I said, I don't know. <laughs> we just we don't. We're not a yelling yeah. family. Oh, girl. Now nah, that one. That one. Well, first of all, I was mad kids. Well, first of all, but then also like my mom. Yeah, she turned up. My mom. You think I'm turned up? When, I feel like when people meet my mother, they be like, oh, it makes sense. But sometimes when I see myself acting, I say, I stop myself and I'm like, you are Gloria. Hell, <laughs> Gloria coming out of you. When I talk to my son, sometimes I'm like, Lord. And then even when I tell stories about him, I'm like, woo. Yeah, no, I think I'm becoming my mom. My mom is very, very cool, calm, collected, very, you know, me and my mother will be in a situation. Like if you was over here with your son yelling and, and acting crazy, we would just look at each other and be like, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. We just, we just know. know. Yeah, it's weird how you become. So I do believe that women turn into their moms. And then this is the part that I'm I'm a little concerned about. Not concerned, but like, I hope this doesn't apply. They said that you end up marrying your yes, dad. Yeah. Now, I love yeah. my dad, but I don't want to marry my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. And that not even like. You could not you could not end up marrying that guy, but you are more attracted to men that mm -hmm. are similar to your father. Mm. So, um, I mean, shade but no shade. I mean, I ain't even gonna say it, but yeah, I, I think that that is true. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is at what point do you realize? I mean, I admittedly I've only had one boyfriend in my life. Yeah. And we were together for two about two and a half years. Yeah. And he is was not like my dad. Okay. But I'm also wondering, like, at what point of a relationship do you realize, oh, shit, this person is like my father and I'm like my mother? Yeah. I don't know. For me, I think it was like when it ended. Mm. And then I had to go to counseling and then I had to bring up things that, you know, I saw with my parents yeah. and things that I even experienced and dealt with. My dad, but I don't know how it would work if you had your dad around in your mm -hmm. life. Like my dad, my mom and my dad separated when I was eight. And then from there, it was just like a toxic situation. Between the two of them. Between uh, between me and my dad. Like it was just like a lot of promises, disappointments, mm -hmm. never could count on you. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I felt like when I was, when I would deal with someone and it triggered that, I wouldn't necessarily leave. 
I'll just be like, oh, that's what I've been kind of dealing with. Oh, okay. And it will just be a trauma that I'm giving myself now mm-hmm. dealing with someone who, would, who is who, un- unavailable yeah. emotionally and physically. Right. So that was the real, that was a weird situation mm. for me. So that's why I don't know. I was telling you, I'm back out here in these streets. I'm trying to apply this wisdom that I have on my heart. <laughs> Wait, so are you, are you seeing anybody consistently? No. Or you, just, you just, you just put your Which foot back weird. in the pool. Which is weird. That is so weird for me. Like, I feel like I've always had my little situation. So I'm like trying to like pray and be like, so what you trying to tell me? Well, right? you got to. Okay. So I had a good conversation with a friend of mine last night and mm. we both are seeing people. Okay. Consistently. Consistently. Okay. That's good. And we both realized that what we asked for. So be careful. Oh, not to say this is not, right, this right, is right, not right, a right, bad right. thing, but what you asked for if you focus on that thing, because I believe in manifestation, I believe right, right, in right. like, you know, I got yeah, my little sage energy, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, write, I write things down. I pray on it. I really bring and f- focus my energy and things have happened from that. But also you got to do the work. It's not like you just write a million dollars down. You don't get a million dollars. Yeah, I um, know. Trust me. So you got to definitely manifest the things that you want and focus your energy. But be clear and honest with yourself about what you want in a mate mm-hmm. because I wrote things down. I manifested things that I wanted and I got those things. Okay. And then when I got them, I was like, damn. Right. Okay. okay. Well now I got to step up cause you can't, you can't write down things that are, that are higher than what you're willing to give back in right. return. So that is my advice to you. Anybody listening, if you want something, be clear about what you where you are and if you're able to meet that person on that level. And that's and that's that's a lot of things too. So yeah. I mean, right now, well, so I so I feel like my last consistent situation was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then now I was just like focusing on like getting myself to get like you know I'm like being finances. A mom, yeah. yeah, like I feel like being a mom is like a full-time job but i'm also very grateful like at first i used to be like very upset about mm-hmm. being a mom and be like yo this is like who would ask to be doing this much work but then i feel like the position i have as a mom i'm appreciative of it because yeah. i don't my mom ain't like she was late picking us up you know like not saying she was bad but because she had so much to do we didn't get to spend time with her like that yeah. so i feel like i'm grateful that my my son knows that Mommy's picking him up. Mm-hmm. Mommy's dropping him off. He's running in class. I'm waving. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, it's a different idea. Like, okay, I, I need to not trip because this is still a blessed situation mm-hmm. that I'm flexible and I'm able to be there. Um, and then like maybe when he grows up and mature, then I don't have to be like, yeah. right now I mean, you're while still it's young necessary. enough to, what are you, you just turned 31? Just turned 31. Yeah. I mean, yeah. isn't that weird? Cause I, I feel like you're not young and like young and cause I remember I met you eight years ago i know so you know in my mind you still 22 23 i know know. um but i do think that 31 is still a great young mom like you're i feel like you're still you're not a teenage mom but it's weird how we view age now when you get older right because in my mind i'm like 31 is still a great age to be a new mom yeah 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 yeah. i'm 37 Mm -hmm. i don't know if i i know bridget nielsen is pregnant at 54 I know. Um, I'm not trying to do that. I know Janet had her baby at That's 50. Yeah. Uh, so did Hallie. I think Hallie had a baby at like 45 yeah. or something like that. I'm, I mean, I don't know if that's in my cards. Right. But I kind of wish that I, if I did have kids, I kind of think like, ah, oh, it would have been nice to like have them young girl. Well, see, I don't, I, I, 
I feel like it would just be kind of like the grass is green on the other side. Yeah. Because I feel like now that I have my son, like I'm grateful that you you're know, in the middle though. Like 30, yeah, because I had him at 20, 26. 26. Mm-hmm. But, and so I did like, I live, I had a good, like, I wasn't, you know, I, and I, I ain't looking back and I'm like, yo, I gave up so much. <laughs> I missed yeah, college. Yeah. Like, so I still had a good life, but, um, but I feel like maturity and, and patience is required and I don't, I feel like around a later age is when yeah. you acquire those things. I don't feel like right now, like I'm still, like I still tussle with things that I don't want to do. Like I still throw my little tantrums like, oh, like, you know, this mother is right. It's, girl, I mean. You got to go in there and act like you give it. I mean, and, you care about your kids. That's kid, what I but laugh gotta, about too. Because yeah. I'm like, who parent am I? Like, I'm you, like, who is taking me serious out here like this? Right. And so that's why I feel like I think 40 is a good age, but. 40 you know, is a good age to have a kid. They say science and all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. But live your best life, get married, mm. or, like, enjoy that, and then eventually, like, let it happen. But Now, now I want to ask you a question. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. But when you first got pregnant, you cut everybody off. I was devastated. I went into a deep depression. Mm-hmm. So I was I every I changed I think I changed my number you changed your I turned number. off my social media you um, you blocked well, everybody because what happened you was everybody. this is what happened and and I had to realize this about myself right like I codependency is like is at an all time high right and so I moved to New York right and then like I went to school so I've always done things that other people has always been proud of right. Mm-hmm. And so you went to, are, what school? What I went to you? Howard University. You graduated. Graduated. You moved to New York. Yeah. Cum laude. Mm-hmm. You know. Swam I on worked, a swim team. Swim team. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've always, even though we were like bad, like in our earlier stages, by the time it came to high school, it was just like on a roll. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so we were, I was on the path of like this success and I've always seek to others of like approval and like, just like my parents or my family's proud. And so. You know, I get pregnant, unexpected, and in my mind, I guess I wasn't prepared for the other end of not, like, I'm used to people being like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, you moving to New York, you're doing your dream, da, da, da. I wasn't used to getting the opposite end of that. And so I remember calling, like, a few of my family members, and then what really broke my heart was when I told my dad. He, like, legit, girl, He, I think he cried, right? And he, like, just was, it just, it just broke my heart. And so from that time... I was like, I'm not telling nobody else. Because mm. it, it just hurt so much to not see somebody not be proud of me. Yeah. And I had already decided that I was going to have my baby. So yeah. I didn't. And then I was already dealing with, like, I was, I just broke up with his dad. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, dealing with a broken heart. I'm depressed. And then, like, what does this mean for comedy? I didn't yeah. know. And I was super scared. And I was like, I, I'm honestly, I'm willing to give it up if that's what I have to do. I wasn't really happy where I was with comedy. And um, because I feel like you deal with a lot like, you know, instant gratification. People don't understand how like how much patience I feel like this career requires. Oh, absolutely. And persistent and discipline. You you could be doing it for like we've been doing it, what, eight, ten years. And people still like we knew. Exactly. And so I didn't I didn't like where I felt with that. Um, And I just wasn't sure about myself neither. And so um, and then I'm also the type of person where I want to be fun to be around and stuff. And I knew I was girl. No. So you didn't have a happy pregnancy. I, it was a peaceful pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't happy to where like you see people when they do gender reveals yeah, and they yeah. celebrate and everybody come and they barbecue. And it, did you I have think, a baby shower? 
Yeah, I did. So that, so I feel like that would be like a happy mm-hmm. baby where they doing all the extra stuff. But mine was just peaceful where I wasn't bothered. I didn't talk to many friends like that. If you still my friends today, <laughs> after that, like you either was like there and gave me mad space or you just understand it or it's, like it just was a lot. But I didn't talk to many people at all. I didn't even talk to some of my family members. Mm-hmm. It was just really, really no but access. And hindsight, do you think that that was the best thing for you to do? I think so. I needed that. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with God. I think that was probably the most time I spent with God in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I pray every day. I meditated every day. I actually, I missed that. I'm like, this busy <laughs> life is dumb. No, seriously, because I just felt more sure and more like at peace. It was mm-hmm. just a peaceful pregnancy i wrote to my son every day mm. i got he got like a whole little belly book i took picture it was just and i didn't post none of it like yeah. it was just legit for me and like a healing i had to heal and then you know more turmoil came after whatever that but i felt like that prepared me yeah that prepared me for what was to come well co-parenting is hard oh girl co-parenting is very hard when you have high standards yeah (laughs) i think that's what it is co-parenting is going to be difficult because you're not dealing with someone who wants to be on one accord with Mm -hmm. you it's like they're on their court you're on your court yeah um but what i've learned is it's all about how you react to yeah somebody and they're not going to change it's kind of like they're not going to be somebody different just because you want them to be. No. So you take it for what it is. Um, and now I just get less frustrated. I get less bothered because I know what my goals are. I know what my focus is. Like mm-hmm. I'm residual income, you know, yeah. I'm setting my son up, got him a fund. Like I don't, if you not adding to none of that, then I really like what we, what am I arguing with you for? Yeah. If I still got to go to the teacher parent conference by myself. So that's how I am with my co-parenting. I'm like, listen, originally I was like, you got to go. But now I'm like, all right, you don't have to go because clearly my son loves you. But, you know, you're not going to interrupt this situation. Well, you ain't going to interrupt what I, my piece and what I got going yeah. on. Because what I got going on, I know is for the best interest And that shows son. maturity. Because yeah. Amina, I know. Ah! <laughs> There's been times you was like, Chloe, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Yo, I was ready. I know. And I would talk you down and be like, Amina, just. I know. But shout out to all. I feel like it's very important. And I don't know who's going to listen to the podcast. But if you are a mom, you carrying, you expecting, you're preparing. Um, it's really important to surround yourselves by mothers who you admire, you respect. Mm-hmm. I feel like it comes with anything. Yeah. But, um, you know, I had I had a, a roster of mothers who they had their own baby daddy issues or they had three kids or four mm-hmm. kids or they were married, but still dealing with stuff that I got to yeah. deal with as a single mom. So, um, I went to a lot of support groups. I looked up a lot of resources. For you. I just, and I was like, I'm not going, I still don't stop. Like now I still try to, uh, continue in that journey because it is new and it's not something yeah. that you can't just be like, Oh, I'm a mom. I'm, I got it. And be like, get up off me. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> cause you're not going to make it. And it's still, some especially, if, especially if you're trying to be a different type of mom, not the mom exactly. of shut up, sit down, exactly. watch TV. And because like, especially for me, like I was broke, right? Mm-hmm. I was broke. I ain't have a lot of resources or whatever. And so oftentimes if you're in that situation, that's what you're going to focus on. Yeah. And you're missing out on like, so I had people who would like stop me. Like we'll just have like an hour meeting and they would stop me and they'd be like, Oh, how is my, how's he doing with this milestone? Has mm-hmm. he accomplished this? Do you talk to him about this? And so 
none of that would have got done on Amina time because Amina was stressed about like getting this done and that yeah. done. So I feel like that was necessary too, like having someone to check you and be like, well, you know, these are milestones that you need to check up on. Yeah. These are things that you can encourage for them to, you know, progress better. And 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 so that's how we out here making it. Well, I want to let you know that I definitely would have supported you, and I did support oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they, I know. Look, <laughs> look, me and Chloe over here having a lemon squeeze. <laughs> no, 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 because no, because I remember when I when I remember I was like, wow, did she unfriend me on Facebook? This is before Instagram, mm-hmm. and then I was like. What what did I do? Because I know like we had like a like a little tiff before. Nothing crazy, but like we you know we yeah. said words about. Did I comedy. unfriend you, or did I just delete the page altogether? I felt like you had unfriended me, uh, but I don't know if you had deleted the page. I just yeah. knew I couldn't find. Well, I you. know I had deleted most of my social okay. media. I think at one point I was extremely unhappy where I was with comedy, mm-hmm. and I feel like some people was popping. So if it bothered me, I was just like, I don't want to see. Oh this. no, no, that's fair. So I I think I went. I it went through levels. So it was like. Oh, let me be on social media and just remove stuff that yeah. makes me feel jealous or envious, right? And then the next level was just like I can't, I can't deal with none. Well, of this. I think it was like I couldn't find you, and then I asked like Monroe and the guys. I was like, "Are you still friends with me?" And they was like, "I think maybe I, I don't know. know." And then I text you, and then I know I Derek hit me up. He was like, "If I don't see you around one more time, and I ain't gonna call you back," and I was just like, "All right, Derek." And I, uh, he didn't even know I was over here. Like I already let all y'all go. You so silly. I'm sad. Well, it was just too much. And I felt like because y'all opinions would have mattered, I didn't want to hear anybody else's opinions that I felt like would have mattered. Oh, well, I would. I mean, of course, I would have fully support. I mean, I still support you as, yeah, a, yeah, as yeah, a mom. Yeah. And, you know, I, yeah, yeah, even yeah. Though I don't I don't hang out with you and your son, but I still support you as a woman, as a right. woman in comedy. And I always speak up for you and on your behalf. But I would have definitely supported you you know if i was around it just i remember it, it literally also, was nothing it literally was nothing personal oh no and I, I know like it's not yeah based on that experience that's how i am able to deal with other people too yeah because like i had shut down and somebody could have easily been like oh that's personal and it was not it was just literally no stuff that it was demons that i was have once i, I realized you were pregnant i was like oh that's why she's yeah i was like doing i gotta that. go and yeah. i was like okay i respect that i know and then it, it even to get back into comedy it was like but Nico called me. He was like, you got to get back on stage. And I was just like, but it's going to be hard. Who's going to watch the baby? And then I was like, all right, let me not make First of excuses. all, you know, there's a, there's a comedian who brings her baby to shows. I, and I take stage. my hat off. I take my hat off. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's different folks. That's different strokes yeah. for different folks. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, like her, she has a baby baby, so it might be different. Mm-hmm. But I know with like my son, schedule is so important. Oh, yeah, because like you, you're he, a drill sergeant, mom. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if this boy don't take his nap, he turn into a whole nother person. I don't want I don't want to deal with that. So even on the weekends, like, we'll go do activities, and then I'll try to find somewhere for him to lay down and, and rest because I already know that this kid. So I just – and then at that bedtime. And, and now I feel like that makes it easier for people to want to babysit him because they know mm-hmm. he ain't about to be jumping across the walls at midnight. I don't play that. So yeah, I I guess I am a drill sergeant. Mom. So where'd you get that from? Where I mean, where did you get? You talk about like you know, I know you personally, so I know that you said you moved a lot as a kid, and you you know had like little and ups so and downs. So where did you what it get is. that? So it's certain things that I don't, I know that I didn't like that I don't want for him. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I'm looking to like I want him to grow up in a house, and that be the house. Yeah. For until mm-hmm. that's gonna be my house, right? So and and I think that's important, but also I think that's where it's taught me to be so jumpy and 
Cause sometimes I feel like I'm like distracted. Like, where does all this come from, right? Like, yeah. I, I get into one thing and I I can't finish it. I'm going over to the next, mm-hmm. and I do feel like that comes from like your foundation. And so, that's just how I am. I'm like, all right, we gonna start discipline here. And then I was also on a team for my whole life, so oh, yeah, I that's swam right. yeah, yeah, on a yeah. swim team from six. So this not even just my parents. This is stuff that I learned from my coaches, of course. And you know. Swimming ain't nothing here, about time coordination. By the time we gonna look back twelve years, and I'm be like, I'm glad I already look back at stuff I did, and he's only he about to be four, and I'm like, I'm glad that I started doing that because if I did not, we would have been sitting out here looking. Now, how did a little black girl in Atlanta get into swimming? I know because my mom was like me. She was like, "You gonna do something? Y'all gonna do something?" All that energy. That's how I look at my son. I'm like, he if he can't he can't be that kid. That come home and and watch. TV. He not gonna be that kid. He gotta be. So what something. made her pick swimming? Because you put have us other in everything. Oh, so you so have we were all in, your siblings. We were dancers. I I did cheerleading. We played three, four, five instruments. It, we always had to do something. We was in math camp. It was always something. We we did bike rides across Georgia, Iowa. Yes, I'm telling you, my mom did not play. She was. I feel like she do stuff that I do. You just like what. What's going on in the neighborhood? Oh, what? Oh, they okay. They playing drums now, y'all. It's, so that's how it was. And so with swimming, I feel like because my dad was like a swimmer, mm-hmm. that was something we stuck to most. And then it was just from there. And I think she had the most help that, with the swimming too, because like my coach was like my second dad. Uh-huh. He would pick us up from home, take us to practice, bring us back. If she didn't have money for the fees, he'll set us up with a concession stand. He'll buy the stuff. Mm-hmm. He be like, y'all gotta pay me back now. But after we make our money back from yeah. the concession stand, we pay him, and now we got money for fees and stuff. So okay. that that was from when we was the age of six all the way up until. But it's different because that's in, in the South. That's what you have. You have community centers. Mm-hmm. You have after school programs. That's stuff that they're trying to take away now. Like I don't yeah. feel like I look in New York and I'm like, I don't think they make it. Like they don't plan it to for parents to be successful. No, like your kid gonna be on the train acting a fool because that's what they have to do because you yep. got to be at work. And then they got out at three o'clock. Yep. I went to school by myself at the age of seven. From seven years old, I but was taking was a bus. But you were lucky because your mom was like this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you listen, they were strict. But some people, they, they don't know where their kids at. Nope. And, and in New York City, they give you a metro metro pass, a metro mm-hmm. card. And you get three swipes. And that three swipes is to get you to school. If you got to go to an, a, a school event after that, a sports event, it gets you there and then they get you home. So you really can't be going all over the place. Yeah. Because before that, before the Metro car, it was just a paper pass and yeah. you would just show that pass. And you'll be good. And you'd be in Staten Island, girl. So maybe now they'll be in. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know what we're going to do in the future, but I just know that like back home, we had a lot of communities. It was mm-hmm. a lot of support. It really takes a village though. Like I shout out to my village because y'all know who y'all are. And I like if I'll get something real quick, I got a call. I call this person, they not available. Three, four, five more people, and then by the time I'm like, okay, good, we good. And then as long as he's straight, then if you see me out having fun, that means my son is asleep and he living his good <laughs> life. Okay, but if you see me, if you don't see me, that means I'm home with my Mommy son mode. and and we we getting it together. And that's just my motto. So, uh, what stage of dating do you tell somebody that you have a kid? Right away now. Mm-hmm. Right away. I feel like before, even with comedy, I wouldn't tell somebody right away. But I'm like, if you can't get past me having a kid and me doing stand-up comedy, you are not for me. You not. So on your on your Bumble Tinder profile? I have kids. Says- 
I say I'm an artist, but then like I feel like the next question is like what type of art. So I'm like I'm a comedian. Okay, yeah. I'm a comedian. I'm a full time money uh, mom, and I do hair. Mm-hmm. That's that's if, if you can't get past that. But I feel like people hear those things and they be like, "You sound broke," or "You sound." <laughs> and I'm telling you, I I have never been more prosperous in my life. There you go. I work for myself. I create my own schedule. Yep. I travel. Me and my son going to Sweden next week. What made you pick Sweden? Well, our friends are there. They moved there. Okay. So we're going to visit them. Yeah, I usually do the cheap cities. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll be, yeah, I've been doing the cheap country. Yeah, a little $400 trip. I was, I was looking at Europe price. I said, Lord, y'all tripping over there. They are tripping. Oh, get you some nice chocolate. The chocolate yeah, out there. Bring yeah, me some yeah. back. I told everybody I'm bringing some Swedish fish. Y'all got it. That's, that's about it. That leather no. for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting the leather for me, though. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean... We out here, and I just, just like you said, I think it's important for you to focus on the things that you want. Write it down. I need to get better at that, being mm-hmm. very specific. Yep. But it's some things that I'll say, like, okay, this is what I want. And then, so I need to just continue and that's keep that same energy. So what are you hoping to get now that you're back in the dating pool? Are you looking for a steady relationship or just companionship? A little fuck buddy? A ah! You want to have some well, siblings Well, it's levels because I'm all about time, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can't jump out here dating and being like, it has to be serious. I think it's levels. I feel like friendship will come. I think maybe a fuck buddy situation would be more. Conducive. Because like you got to, like my life sis. And then I think if you could wear that, then maybe we could be like, all right, let's get serious. No, I don't think so. I don't know. It's levels. You can't. You just going to come into the situation and be like, listen, here go all these bags. Yeah. Listen, I you think can't. that's asking for a lot. No. Well, you have to take your time. If you, because put, put it like this, you know, I'm always a proponent of doing whatever the fuck you feel like you want right. to do. However, in a situation, you got to be a little bit more calculated. Okay. Because men know. Men know that a woman will sleep with you when she really don't see nothing and she won't sleep with you when she sees something. Mm. So if you want a fuck buddy, just get a fuck buddy to keep your, your wheels rotated while you con- right. focus on meeting somebody. Because if once you throw sex into the game of you thinking you really like somebody, it changes the dynamic. So I would say get you a fuck buddy, but then date seriously and if the fuck buddy sticks around and shows that they are really interested in being more than a fuck buddy then you can try it but most times fuck buddies are somebody who you know you can't really take seriously but you just want to smash right right well I, well i guess i don't i really don't know what i want i just know i don't i don't like not dating i don't like that feeling anymore but that's but that's a that has nothing to do about you wanting to date that has to do about you being bored and restless <laughs> no like when I had me a boo, like, I I missed that. Yeah, but let's be real. Like, going on real dates, like, bike riding, but, but let's be real. boat riding. All of, your, all of your relationships that I've been aware of have been super intense. Intense. But why? Because I was intense, sis. That's why I told you I'm ready to, I'm not intense no more. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot. I've changed. No, I feel like I'm, I wouldn't be as intense. Mm-hmm. Especially because... I feel like I have like a more level headed. I feel like I have like more understanding when it comes to. Okay, let me to, ask you this. Are you, are you a, are you a good morning texter? You text good morning? I'm, we don't, we don't even have to do all that. Okay. I'm just trying to see the levels of like how much interaction you well, think I'll see, you'll well, need. I would just want it to be as genuine and honest. Like, cause, cause for me, sometimes I have to put my phone down and I cannot respond for 
Hours. Hours. Yeah. Hours. So I can't be like requiring somebody to be, and they, and hopefully they don't require me to do that too. That might be, so we'll, yeah. it's just going to be a lot. No, I'm telling you, dating as an adult yeah. is completely, like I'm dating somebody now and we're dating as adults, meaning like we we make plans, we go out, we're not just sitting up on a couch laid up. We not we actually have conversations like yeah. we do things we you know we do things where we are allowed to talk and just like natural conversation instead of being like so tell me your favorite color tell me what you want da 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 yeah, it's like yeah. kind of like you know how people actually like survey questions to get to the information so they can like really just like fuck you and do whatever they want to <laughs> do so like we constantly have conversations and you learn something about a person every single time you talk to them so that's what I'm saying like you got to be clear about what you want because, I'm gonna have to get because if you don't know what you want. If you don't know what you want, then you're not going to be okay with being vulnerable with getting to know somebody and revealing something well, about see, yourself. Well, how, how, I don't know if I can get that specific right now. It's like going to the grocery store and you know you want to eat, but like you don't know what you got a taste for. So you got to kind of like just go into the grocery store to look and see. No, that's I just get, that's how I feel. So I'm being at. open, what I'm saying is when I decided I made a conscious effort about a year and a half ago that I was like, I'm going to start dating again. I'm going to put myself out there to right. date. But did you already know exactly what you wanted? No. And that's why I ended up dating seven ah. men who were married. Ah. <laughs> I dated seven men who were legit married. Well, see, and that's the thing. I didn't know they were married. But they were married. But you know why? Somebody but, pointed out to me. The reason why I was attracted to married men is because I wasn't available. Mm. Mentally and emotionally, I wasn't really available. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it, but I'm not really. Right. So then I ended up getting people. Because if I'm so telling. So maybe I need to go through. I, that's, and that's the type of person I am. I'm like, well, maybe I need to go through a few bad apples to get to. Yeah, absolutely. To get to a good one. Because like, I really, I don't have, I don't have an idea. And I don't know if I'm available. I kind of know I'm not. But I'm, I want to make myself more available. You make yourself available for the person that deserves it. So who it. am I going to I know if they deserve it? No, but what I'm saying is that I would I would approach the situation. Like, I would meet a guy and be like, listen, I'm not really here. I'm probably going half the month. Uh, I work nights. You know, my focus is X, Y, and Z. But we could kick it. Yeah. And he's uh, like, oh, yeah, that's great. Because my wife is out of town. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god chloe <laughs> i mean they would never tell me that they was white but in their mind it was like oh this is a perfect situation because right. i got a full full exactly. wife at home and she's never here so, so would you ever ask that on the date like are you married i mean uh, you know oh I yeah, you, I because, know, yeah you so do, we might I just do. tell I know, the story I know. <laughs> so i met this guy no but not even that story i you have a whole bit about oh, yeah, yeah, I do even have a if bit. you yeah. yeah yeah but it came from that those experiences right um so this are they one, still married do you know have you like checked up i don't know i have not okay. checked because i don't really go on facebook um but so i met this guy on soul swipe second guy that i met on soul swipe last guy i met on soul swipe i don't haven't been on that site since soul swipe is black tinder are you on any sites I'm right now on bumble well okay. not anymore but I, so soul swipe meet this guy handsome Tall, dark, mm -hmm. glasses. Mm -hmm. He's, a, you know, physically fit. I think he was a runner or some shit. Like, nice body. Yeah. Probably like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, like, smart. He works in politics or policy. And um, and he works for, like, he, he was like a union consultant. Like, very, like, you know, smart. And he just moved here from Philly. And um, we went out on a date. And on a date, I was like, well, how long have you been single? And he was like, oh, I've been single for a couple months. 
And I was like, okay. He was like, what was, how long was your last relationship? He was like, oh, we were together for about a year, but you know, we broke up a couple months ago. He may, he might even said like two months. And I was like, well, damn, that's pretty fast or a month. It was something that was like really short. Right. And I was so like, you, that's you, a, like, you back, at, you it, back huh? at it. He was like, yeah, you know, I just want to like get out there. You know, I just want to like, you know, meet people. There's no sense in me like just sitting up in a house, you know, like I've, he was like, but it was over before it was over, you know, like, you know, you know, when it's not working out. And I was like, okay great conversation nice date we went for like dinner and then drink somewhere you know like we traveled two locations great time and so of course when you do online dating you don't really know the person's full name you get to the date and then you get like the right, right, first right, right, name right, right. like the first real name or maybe so something on that date said ask him his last name so I got his last name and then he told me what he did for a living and so that night, I was like, wow, that was a good day. And he was like, I would really love to see you again. He wasn't he wasn't physical. Like, we didn't, like, kiss or nothing or shit like that. But he was very, like, you know, gentlemanly. And so that night, I went and looked online. Show enough, his profile picture is his wedding photo, which wow. also coincidentally had become, like, a meme for black love. I don't oh know if you know God, that. No. Him and his wife. Because him and his wife were both, like, dark-skinned. Right. And she has a dress on yeah. and, like... He has a tux on and they like hugging each other and everybody, you know, it, it was a meme, like black wow. love, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, niggas love black folks get married to put it out there. Yeah. Relationship goals. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, he is full blown married. Full blown. And so the next day he hit me up and was like, hey, I like to like, you know, take you out again. I was thinking about you. And I was like, oh, so is your wife going mine? And he was like, what? And then that was like kind of the end of the conversation. But of course, you know, I did some digging. So it turns out his wife worked at Amina's oh job. Oh my God, no. When you asked that girl, I was like, eh. So I was like, Amina, do you know this woman? And I just wanted to know, because he told me he broke up with somebody. So I was like, well, maybe they got a divorce and he didn't no. change his sober. And Amina, what you said? Full blown. Full blown man. I feel like she come to work, brag about him. That's all <laughs> she talk about. It's her boo. Yeah. I don't, like, that was a while ago, but. She was one of the women who was just like well put together. Yeah. And like this is a part of her resume that she's married and she's happily married. Yeah. And I think, was she considering moving? I don't know. But at the time, like we were all being offered positions to move and stuff like that. And it was about her, her husband. Yeah. And so when I when you confirmed that for me, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm done talking to this guy. So then fast forward, like, mm, I want to say eight, nine months like within this past year, like yeah. past 12 months, he mm -hmm. hit me again. And he was like, Hey, I was just thinking about you. I hope all is well. I love to get up with you and like catch what? up. And I was like, are you still married? And he yeah. goes, Oh no, I'm getting a divorce. It should be final in the next couple of weeks. I said, well, okay, well hit me when your divorce, your divorce is divorce. final. He ain't never hit me. Cause he ain't getting no divorce. Yeah. And I wish I remember his name. I don't, but I would have definitely looked him up to see that him and his wife, they I probably know. got Those a baby by now. Situations. I know. Like, do you feel yeah. compelled to let the woman know or it's just like you oh, mind no. your business? Oh, I mind my business. Just a screenshot? Uh, no, you know why? Because one, I don't know the status of people's relationships. Right. Meaning they could be separated or they could be in an open marriage where they right. fuck other people and they don't give a shit. So I'm not going to ever put myself in front street. Um one guy that I dated and we went out a couple times and I was like, we didn't, we didn't have sex, but I was starting to like, really like, okay, warming up to the fact that I'm seeing somebody, you know, casually. 
and found out he was married. But I had I had to like pull in, you know, expert advice on that one because I had a friend that was like working on a project and she had access to like databases. She was like, she was like, (laughs) because I had because I had already gone through like four dudes who were married by that point, like finding out. So I was like, I ain't risking nothing. And so he had given me his middle name. And his middle name was like a common name, but his first name was like wild made up, like, like Scrabble pieces, oh, okay, like yeah. straight so up, like some of his auntie, grandfather and his cousin, yeah, 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 his sh- name. Okay. a straight up Scrabble name. <laughs> and so he told, so after like a couple of dates, I think we got like a little tipsy and he told me, he was like, did I ever tell you my real first name? And I was like, no, you did not. And he told me and I was like, oh, and so before when I told her the name that he told me, his middle name, she was like, I can't find nothing on him. When he gave me that Scrabble name, she was like, oh, ding, 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 bitch. Here's his wedding website. Wow. And it was him and his wife, like, so-and-so and so-and-so getting married, blah, blah, blah. But the wedding was, like, it was, like, already passed, so they were married. And it turns out I knew the woman. I actually went to junior high school with her. Wow. And so that was the only time when I considered maybe being like, "Mm, maybe. Right, right, But then I was like, and then I went, and I was at a street festival, and I saw her. And you know how you see somebody and you're like, should I say something? I don't know. And she's recognizing me, but maybe she's looking at me for the different. She, I felt like she's looking at me like she looks familiar, but I'm looking at her like, bitch, I know your husband and I know you. So she didn't come up to me. But if she had come up to me like, oh, my God, Chloe, then I would have been like, girl, I need to tell you something. But most times I just don't. No. I mean, it's there's no point in it because, I mean, what woman, what, what is it? I'm going to say, hey, I found out that your husband is married. We've been going out on dates. She's going to be like, did you fuck? Are you fuck raw? Are you pregnant? No. Okay. Well, then thanks for the knowledge. Like what? Right. I'm not going to, first of me, I would not, I don't think I will leave my husband if he went out for drinks with a woman. Okay. If he was fucking a woman, that's a whole nother conversation. Right. You know, because in his mind, he could be like, well, I just wanted to get, you know, or, you know, see if you still had it or whatever. It would be a conversation. I definitely would be pissed as shit, but like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would dissolve a house in a bank account and all that shit because you went and had fucking pizza with a bitch. I don't give a shit. Well, I mean, not saying that you would have to tell the person for those reasons, but I guess, would you want to know if you were the wife? Um, In my case, I feel like you and I and people in this business are unique cases because the last thing you're going to do is have me looking crazy in these streets. Mm -hmm. We have a profile. Right. The last thing I need is for Shade Room to be like, poor Chloe, she don't even know. Here's a snapshot of her husband. Ah, Right, right, Having pizza with a bitch. So you do feel okay. So I think the stakes are a little bit higher because. If I was a regular chick with a nine to five, I'd, you know, I think it would be a little bit different. That makes, that's real. That's real. Because also it's so sad because the society, depending on how, how people view you, they would either side with you. Or say it's your fault. Mm-hmm. And we've seen celebrities where oh they're like, how was it her fault that he was fucking other bitches? Because she was out all the time. And she she worried about her career. And she can't handle kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's too she much. Ain't, she can't handle kids. What she expects him to do? Yeah. Remember when Jackie mm-hmm. from Married to Medicine? Yep. Jeez, I'm like, people are crucial. Yep. Like, they just yep. cruel. They're cruel. So I can't. You know, even like the whole time with Wendy Williams and he's supposed to have a whole nother woman oh, and the baby right. on the side and she had to address it on her show. And it's just like, nah, I'd be like, I, if, if I have to fix my mouth to be like me and my husband, X, Y, and Z, best believe I probably punched him in the throat before so, I made that so, statement. And this is my question because this is what I've, I've been wanting to watch a, um, 
a show explaining monogamy, but do you believe in monogamy? Do you? I believe that. Are you talking about Black Love on OWN? No, I oh. should watch that, but no, that's, that's not on. They have it. This show called Explain. And oh. it breaks down monogamy, but it also talks about like divorce and divorce. Oh, okay, late. yeah, I did so see I that, but I want yeah. I think that I think that um, I think that people's mentalities have shifted when it comes to dating and relationships. I think a lot of times relationships fail when people assume that a relationship is supposed to be this cookie cutter traditional thing that's mm. been told to us for generations mm-hmm. of what a man is supposed to do and what a woman's supposed to do. Like for me, you can't say that a man is supposed to be the provider and he's supposed to do X, Y, and Z when black women make more money than black men in this country. Mm. So you know what I mean? So right. I think you have to make a shift. Exactly. Okay. So if a, if a black woman is making a hundred thousand dollars and her man is making 45, we supposed to live in a studio because that's what he can afford, right? Or we gonna be like, listen, let's be real, exactly. Split this shit up, and then and, and we can have a place to be comfortable. Yeah, like, so I think not just with money. I think there's other things. It's like, okay, so are we monogamous? Mm. Like, you not sleeping with nobody else? I'm not sleeping with nobody else. Are we going out? Are we playing? Are we doing things together? Are we? I went on a date with someone in an open marriage. Yeah, yeah, I did. He told me he was in an open. At first, he said when he said open relationship on his profile, I thought he was playing, but I was like curious. And then when we went out, he even been married for 10 years and he's in an open marriage. And I was just like, so how does, like, you just sitting here buying me drinks. Mm-hmm. His wife probably knows. But they have rules. Yeah. Yeah. Like you- and that's the thing. And that's the thing. It doesn't matter what you believe in as a couple. I feel like whether it's on, whether it's who takes the garbage out, who does laundry, if y'all both do it, that all, every single aspect of your relationship has to be negotiated mm-hmm. because marriage in my mind is a business deal. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's love, but there's also finances, there's equity, there's future in investments and goals. And every aspect in my mind has to, because the last thing you want to do is be married to somebody for tears and be like, well, I had no idea that they didn't want to have three kids. Mm-hmm. Y'all should have wrote that shit down. Right. You I should know that. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. has to be negotiated. Like, But I think that's in general. I think once everybody get on that wave of like, you have to just find what works for you. And y'all have to put yeah. those expectations. And don't, t- and and, don't and tell verbal. nobody. And don't talk. I, don't. I have my friend. She They only been married for two years. But one thing I can say I respect about their marriage is they don't be talking to everybody. Like, they they marriage is their marriage. Yep. And you could tell. Because you like, act, like, you ask, like, maybe even a regular simple question. And it's like, they have an understanding of what decides this, what decides that. This is their week. And I respect that so much. I'm like, yeah. I could, that's, I respect y'all for that. Cause you, that's, I sometimes, that's why I'm tainted with relationships. Cause I feel like people just come and they weigh in and they throw all their problems on you. You be sitting there like, I don't think I want this. Let me tell you what my friends do. I had a crush on a guy and then um, he posted up a picture of a girl and so didn't get tagged. But my friends was like, Mm-mm, girl, go through them likes and see if you see her yeah like the photo like i'm people are out here that's all i gotta say yeah they go deep like we gonna get this information and and no they not <laughs> they're not yeah. like you i mean if you want them to know then fine but like right people are people want to steal happiness that is, okay yeah they want to steal happiness they like okay well she's happy i'm not well, maybe if I just take what she got, then I'll be happy too. Instead of you finding your own path. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not, I'm not trying to simplify it and say it's like, oh, somebody trying to steal your man no, or your no, woman. No, no, but no. it's like. But just in general, in that general, could be with anything. Yeah. That could be with anything. It's like, I don't, the, people don't want to do the work. They don't want to do the work to figure out why they're unhappy and what they need to do for themselves, uniquely mm-hmm. for themselves to make them happy. So they're like, okay, well, let me just try to do what Amina's doing mm-hmm. or try to do what Chloe's doing. And they end up like, you know, trying to mimic your life. And then, and they still end up miserable. So y'all better go on stop. Y'all yeah. better find your own way. Because first of all, most times we don't even know how we did the shit that we, we did. Figuring, we figuring it out. Ain't that the truth? That's that's the truth. Yeah. So yeah. Well, So where are you now with your dad? Are we good? I um that's why I'm trying to tell you, Chloe, I'm out here. Like I'm like <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm at like the pinnacle of like my emotional maturity, but I feel like I'm in such a better space when it comes to because I went through such a rough patch of mm-hmm. people in general, like just friends and family and romantic. Now, did you have conversations with people or you just moved past it? Like you worked on it within yourself and you accepted oh, that I'm this is who they are. I'm all about having conversations okay. with people. Cause like, you know, I'm not perfect. Right. Yeah. Like I've, I feel like in recent years I've like messed up or I've done things mm-hmm. that haven't been like the best of Amina. And so I've had to either fix that and repair that and, and, and own to it. And so that like I said, and that's why even with my son, I don't want him to ever feel like he can't open his mouth and Absolutely. communicate and say something because that's things that I wouldn't do. I wouldn't yeah. say anything. I'll just be like, I'll just throw shade at Chloe, and then Chloe be like, and I'll be like, you know, it's like you yeah. can't be sitting like out I can't here. read your mind, right? And mm-hmm. you'll never know, and it'll be just everything's left unresolved. And I think once I got frustrated with being at an unresolved position with everybody in my mm-hmm. life. I was like, okay, maybe it's time to start, you know, making yeah. making new moves. And so um, I've had conversations with my dad. We're good. You know, like I know who he is. He know who I am. Mm-hmm. And we just work it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm not, I can't be over here being like, yo, be, be somebody else. Like, so, and that's the same. <laughs> but that's, that's a big step because you, because especially when you become an adult, mm-hmm. you look at your parents and you're like, well, why don't you just stop being that person or stop doing that thing? And you're just like, that's, you just have to accept that that's who they are and they're not going to change. Right. But you just, but what I do is, and I encourage this, I have explained to my parents on the ways in which they are allowed to engage with me. Uh, not, I know right, that sounds right. like really fucked up, but it's like, these are my, this is my communication level. If you want something you need to say, mm-hmm. this is what I want. I don't assume that just cause I'm your daughter, I will do it. Right. Well, I got the time exactly. to do it because I got a whole day. Right. You don't even know my day. And right. it's interesting because like my parents are on my comedy calendar. So they see my calendar on their phone. So oh. they know, OK, she's out of town oh, these days good, or she got a good, show this night because they'll hit me up. Well, like, we hey, not there yet. It? He knows I'm busy, <laughs> but no, he knows I'm busy. But also like. If I ain't hit you up in a while, it's not because yeah. I'm mad. It's just because like. I, but I think that parents have parents have expectations of their kids and kids in, in previous generations would have gone above and beyond to do X, Y, and Z, whether it's sacrifice their own relationship, their own time with their kids for their right. parents. And that's not the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that it's fucked up. It's just saying that parents today of like our parents' generation need to understand it. We got, we have to do multiple things in our yeah. lives. We don't just have a well, job. Well, now we just schedule times. Yes. So, and my dad knows now, like you got to hit me up. Oh, that's my mommy alone. <laughs> I'll be like, cause some days I forget, and then I'll be like, oh, my man alarm. Um, but no, my like my dad will know. Like you, if you ain't hit me up in two weeks to let me know that that's happening on that Friday, Amina ain't gonna be there. Yeah, let me say, I think all my 
anybody who knows me know, like if I hit a mean up last minute, it's an 80% chance she not going to do it. Yeah. It's still a chance she might, but it's an 80%. So that's because it would get to where like, oh, she don't ever, she always, oh, you always got to show that. And I'm like, so now we understand, but mm-hmm. we communicate, we talk. I let them know if I'm upset or if I'm frustrated. Um, But like him and my son are best friends. So yeah. I think for me, that's why I had to be cool with mm-hmm. people that I didn't like. And I had a joke about that. You know, I'm going, he fuck with all these people I don't fuck with. But now it's brought, you know, resolution yeah. to our issues. And I'm cool. Like, I don't want no problems, Chloe. I swear to you, I don't. Like, you know, I might, we might laugh and we might joke and it might get messy sometimes. But essentially, I really want everybody to like live their best life. Yeah. If I can help, I'll try to help. If I can't, you know, if you're not my cup of tea, you're not my cup of tea. Yeah. That's cool. If you are, the more to, that, because I'm all, that's how I am too. I'm like, I feel like I deal with so, uh, it's so many things we can't control that doesn't give mm-hmm. us like our best way. And it's so many things that we can control. Yep. So if you're choosing to be around people that you don't mess with, you don't support, you don't have fun with. Well, you know they don't have your best interests at heart. But that's you, your but misery. They, yeah. That is yours. Yep. And so I'm a I'm a hundred percent like Amina. What's up? So I know I can't be around certain family members for a certain amount Ooh, of time. Honey, so that's the first thing I had to know. Like Amina, yep. like I remember my mom came to visit. And I love my mom. You know, shout out to my mom because she came and lived with me for a month when I had my baby. And you know, she gave up about week three. You know, fixing me burgers that that didn't have buns, but you know that's we still love each other. But you gotta know, she was like, "Oh, why you why you let me stay for two weeks?" I said, "Ma, come on, come on, ma, come on. Let me let me walk you to the airport." You know what I'm saying? Like wow. you in, we saw you, we love you, my son. We hung out, but you gotta know your limits and you gotta know your space. Yeah. So I guess it is just a maturity thing. But it yeah, is. me and my we, I think I'm cool with everybody as much as I can be cool with. Yeah. You know, like even when it comes to his dad. Because you have something you know, in common that you both love, right? We gonna have to talk. You know, mm-hmm. we ain't gonna all. I ain't gonna be like, yeah, what, ah, what up, my man? I'm gonna just like, good afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might be that you hit him with a good afternoon. Sometimes it gotta be that. You know, just because I I know myself, and sometimes and I'm I'm like, this is new, mm-hmm. and I feel like the older Mina, I show my ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if I you know. know you, if you know I don't like you, you gonna know, right? So I'm in your face, like. You see me not liking you. Like, so I have to unlearn scale that. Back, I got to yeah. come scale back from that. So what I'll do is if I know it's a trigger, I'll just shut it off. And I'll say, you know what? I'm All I can do right now is just say, Amina Amani, <laughs> Girl. come to that part of the show, the way I ended every single episode. What makes you a social misfit? What makes me a social misfit? Um... I feel like, cause I just post whatever, I just do whatever I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people be like, well, why you don't put it, you did it and don't do this. And that, I just have fun. That's so funny. Cause I remember our little arguments way back in the day. Well, and I'm like, Amina, about- I'm like, Amina, you shouldn't do X, Y, Y, Chloe. <laughs> why are you always trying to control me? <laughs> you always trying to act like you my mother. Well, no, I get it though. Like, I feel like it's, I, I do try to be more like directed with things, but also like, 
I think one thing I learned and took away from the stuff that I do post is other people was like, yo, like I really enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, reading that or hearing about that. I love, you. I love your post about your son. Yeah. People are always like, I just want to meet him. Like, where is he? Like, I feel like my son gonna be a bigger star than me. I mean, one want to talk about it yet. Cause I still got dreams on my career, but listen, you better turn us into like a little mommy book. You better write stories about you and your son. I feel white like women do it all. White women do it all the time. That's what I think about that sometimes. Like, I'd be like, I need to wait till my son the president or something before no, I start. No, you could do a little, you could do a little book, one of those little like kids books. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's I got real tight because my friend from church wrote a book about how her kid reading that one, and I said, "See what y'all not gonna do is stress me out." <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I know how to delete apps, so that's oh, a process. Girl, I still feel like I have some stuff on here missing. I don't even know. Well, but, you'll find out when you, uh, when you um, look for it. But, yeah, so I feel like... Uh, but you're, 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 I would say that the thing that made, in my mind, that made you a social misfit was that you were fearless. Okay. You didn't care about anything. Not and not reckless. That's something different. Right. But you would say things and do things, and people would be like, I mean, why would you? And you'd be like, what? I know. And you just, it just. Well, that's, 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 that's the year I am in right now. Transparency. Mm-hmm. And so that's why when you ask me, like, when would you let somebody know? I'm, I'm about putting it out there now because my thing is, if you, if you going to hear later and, 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 and it's going to be some issues, then you might as well hear it now so we can get yeah. it over with. And so. I think that's I, also a thing of like having a lot of siblings. Cause you can't be in the house of somebody you mad at. You gonna be like, I'm mad at you because this and you did this. Versus when you, I was the only child for 15 years. So and I, I want to see people when they uncomfortable. I don't want to see people when they comfortable. I that's I, I you know, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't like. I don't even talked about this with my friend. Like I'm gonna just show up late just to see how you dealing with it. Cause I just need to know. I'm not. And then my friend was like, so you gonna disrespect somebody's time? And I was like, you view it that way, but I view it as. <laughs> I want this is the test. This is the test. I need to this see what I'm getting test. into. Because, because I feel like oftentimes, like you, you come forward, you know, just like with a job, mm-hmm. right? And you out here, you want, but let's leave that aside. But let's see how you gonna act when somebody drowning, when that alarm go off. I need that's the type of people I need because I feel like every day some stuff be going on, yeah. and I have to deal with it. And I gotta, you see how people break down. I'm like, I, I can't. I need somebody who is just mm-hmm. as tough as me. And so, yeah, transparency. I guess that's what makes me a social misfit. Yeah. I'm transparent. I'm out here in these streets. You you even got no curtains on your window. Nope. I surely don't. They do not go down. I mean, I don't get dressed in front of the windows, but (laughs) I mean, I like to look outside and, you You, know. You can see the water. She can see the bridge and the water from her window. Yep. And we see traffic and and we see the Bronx. Shout out to the Bronx. (laughs) But my son be like, that's the Bronx over there? I be like, yes, that is. It looks so close, but yes, so far. Everything on this side of the water you touch. Everything on that side. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it over there. Well, Don't thank touch. you so much, Amina. Thanks for, for having me. I'm yes. excited. And um, please let everybody know where they can follow you. On yes, Twitter. please follow me, Amina Imani, everywhere. That's A M I N A H I M A N I. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn because that was actually required by one of the dating apps. Shout out to them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on everything, y'all. And then I have a website. Look, my son about to go away in three weeks. He's going to be gone for three weeks. And I'm telling you, I'm coming back out. I'm out. I'm, I have everything together. My website, every, but it's still, it's there, but it ain't like 
what it's gonna be when I have these three weeks to myself. So, but check that out. And I also have a, a email list so y'all can subscribe to that. And then every Thursday I'm in Harlem, Uptown Thursdays. I also have my own podcast. Yeah, I'm, I want you to come. Nine. We gotta revisit that because I hit you up a while ago yeah. to come. And it never happened, but we're in Brooklyn, so yeah. Oh, cool. Not, yeah. Oh, that's and uh, we record, and so Wine Before Nine is the podcast. So, thank you for having me, Chloe. Thank you. I'm glad we finally did it. Thank you guys for listening and being patient with me. And yes, new episodes are coming. I've been busy and traveling, but I hear you and more social misfit that's around the way. Well, that made no sense, but whatever. I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye.